Warning, this podcast contains coarse language and mild nerd rage. So you've been warned. Just mild. Very mild. Oh, God. <laughs> I wasn't prepared. Oh, Tom, in it. In it. Tom. Oh, there it is. A martini shaken. No! Shocking. Boop. <laughs> Welcome to Shaken Not Nerd, episode 86, the only podcast on the Podfix network that made one of its host reviews, Spider-Man 3, his favourite yeah. film on his birthday. Happy birthday to you. Venom. I hate you all. <laughs> this now solidifies in history of time that Spider-Man 3 is Tom's favourite birthday. Happy birthday, no, Tom. <laughs> the best birthday Wait, ever. did you say? Spider-Man 3 is my favourite birthday. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, your, I'm your host, Duty Dritter, and with me as always is the birthday boy, Tom. Hello. Who loves Spider-Man 3. Aww. We'll determine that momentarily. <laughs> and of course, the man who is in a very nice jumper is Ian Aww. the Huge Long Johnson. Thanks, man. Talking about, I don't have a sound clip like Ollie does. You always have to make fun of the clothing, don't you, dude? <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, dude. <laughs> we don't have Ollie here today because he lost track of time and messages. Uh, but we do have... Of course, Mr. Big Wing himself, Oz, from our mates at Incognito Comics. Hey, guys. How are you doing? Good. Pretty it's good. really been an upgrade, if you think about it. Yes. Well, yeah. but <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Set the bar high. Thanks for having me. No problem. And you can, it, you can hold the, the so mic closer to you now. I feel so good to be here to uh, celebrate Tom's birthday with the best movie ever that he loves so much. I know, right? Oh, it's so good. Like, <laughs> uh, But I think it is time for Mr. Johnson. I am prepared. I okay. challenge you to a dance-off. Man talk. No trash talk, no backwalk. On the black talk, just me you. Man talk. No cat calls, no tag teams, no mascots. Right now. Man, man talk. Who wants to Get go first? Ball. Come on, I get that Oh, so you can go first. Ooh. Yeah, I guess. What have you um, been up to? What are you doing? What's going on with the store? Uh, the store has been good this week. We had a late shipment, which sucks usually because it means everything has to come up late. And uh, But uh, last week, Batman Dam came out, which was pretty Batman's big. penis. And no, we don't have any copies left. The, the Batacock. <laughs> Stop <Yeah>. calling me. <laughs> yeah. The, the Batcock was a, was a big thing. Batawang. Yeah. Batawang. Oh, Much better. The, the uh, oh. duck. Oh, there's been so many of them. There's hundreds. <laughs> Um, yeah, besides that, I'm trying to think about comics. more, but I really can't. <laughs> Batter. Mobile? <laughs> if only that wasn't a thing. <laughs> your, your wit astounds me. I know, right? <laughs> that one was great. Yeah, thanks, <laughs> thanks guys. Um, yeah, reading comics. Yeah. Um, besides that, it's just lots of work at the moment. Everything's going pretty good. So. Groovy, groovy. Mr. Johnson. That's me. Yes, what yes. have you been up to? Well, it's funny you say that because I still don't have a job and don't do anything with my life, so... Tom! <laughs> <laughs> oh, nothing? <laughs> okay. Not really. I've been, <laughs> I've been going to the gym. I've been eating. He's looking good, ladies. <laughs> Thank you. I've been doing things to survive. <laughs> yes. Um, I've been writing for the Cold Soap podcast. Cold Soap. Cold Soap. Cold Soap. Cold Soap. Yes. Um, you may or may not have noticed there is now social medias for it. 
Yes, um, I'm still so yet to our, like it on that Facebook page. I'm sorry. I, I noticed you can. <laughs> <laughs> um, so for those eager listeners who are interested, um, you can now follow it on Facebook and or Instagram. Mm. Are you making a Twitter account? Pod. Twitter. You're making I, a Twitter. I don't believe in Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Do you not believe in it, or do you not know how to use Bit it? Bit of both. <laughs> <laughs> we have that problem. <laughs> and uh, the birthday boy, the Tom, the Topher Grace. Yeah, so, as we've already said, today's my birthday. Yay! Yay! Um, I actually have had this week off in order to do some study and stuff and get some ready to finish off uni. So, as of yesterday, I'm officially registered to graduate. Ooh, so End we'll of this year and I'm do done. A, sorry, sp- spin off. We should do a live podcast at his graduation. Sitting there. <laughs> at his oh, I'm, I'm not going. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> no, because my university you has. You to throw the hat in the air? Yeah, but my university has the entire school. You have to sit there for five yeah. hours. You're not allowed to leave. And you have to li- sit there for that entire time listening to them really bastardize everybody from overseas names. That sounds great. Shower. And it's expensive. <laughs> like the but ga- you get the hat. The gown, buying the gown, yeah, well, you it? rent the gown and you buy the hat and it's several hundred dollars. Yeah, it's a but lot. But you get it's, the hat. It's a lot of money. And plus you have to pay like a hundred dollars for, every, for everybody who comes. Me, 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 I want it, I want it, I want it. Um, also, you don't get to keep the hat. No, you get to keep the hat. No. You buy, he just said you rent the gown, you buy you the hat. You rent. Oh, do you buy the hat? Well, I didn't for mine. I don't know whether you buy the hat or not. No, nah, it usually can't, comes all together. You can buy a hat. Well, I'm sure you can. I'm sure I could buy a hat I'm right have now. My own, gra- <laughs> my own graduation dress. with blackjack and hookers. Your own graduation like will, be like a, will be like a wedding, except you'll be stomping on a beer can oh. going, I'm graduated! Maybe that's what we'll do. We'll just do a graduation episode. Yeah, we'll do that. Yeah. 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 And we'll have best graduation blackjack movies. Blackjack and hookers. <laughs> best graduation <laughs> movies. Like The Graduate? Yeah. <laughs> yep, and Groundhog Day. <laughs> Is that a graduation? Um, no, but it starts with G. <laughs> <laughs> I, I also finish, finished the main storyline of Spider-Man. I'm 85% complete Ooh. the game. Out of, a, nice. out of a number, what would you give it? Out of a number? Yeah, out of 1 to 10, what would you give it? <laughs> a numerical value. I'm, I'm trying to be quiet because I believe Dom is still asleep. I don't think so. Oh, I think God. she's up, but... Okay. okay. Don't yell. Don't be too loud. I would... Um, I actually really enjoyed it. It's the most I've played a game in a very long time. I'd at least give it like an eight, eight and a half. Mm, it I is really good. I, I think it's a fantastic game. And then other than that, also my lovely girlfriend bought me a Raspberry Pi 3 for my birthday. Oh, wow. Which means that <laughs> I'm going to be second. making my RetroPie cons- uh, emulator <laughs> box, which means I'll be able to play anything from, I think it goes up to... PSP and anything down and you can load them all on there oh, and it's cool. instructions online. For a split online. second I honestly thought she bought you a legitimate raspberry <laughs> pie. Like a, confe- like a confectionery. Mm, that's what I, I know, you mentioned it last week. <laughs> and several other times on the show. Is that what you've been thinking I'm talking about? The yes! <laughs> like I got a raspberry pie I'm like, great Tom. <laughs> How was it? Don't, don't buy a mini Playstation, just buy a raspberry pie. You'll have just as much fun. <laughs> to be honest, but you dude, would. Dude, just nodded. <laughs> to be honest, you would. <laughs> Uh, Dude, what have you been up to? Uh, I've been reading a new book thanks to Incognito, Power Man Mm -hmm. and Iron Fist, which is Luke Cage and Iron Fist book. Oh, cool. It's fucking awesome. Uh, Iron Fist is is written sort of like Michelangelo from the Ninja Turtles. He's very goofy and funny. Um, So it's very cool. I've been enjoying that. Thank you very much. I finished reading Thrawn, which is the Star Wars book, and I finished, I watched uh, Predator 2 because JB Hi-Fi had a buy two, get one free, and I went, okay, there's some movies I want to get. Predator 2, Predators. I have it. You could have just borrowed it. 
Yeah, I've got it on DVD, but I want it on Blu-ray. <laughs> oh my god! Stop giving these people that make terrible films money. Yeah, yeah. I had the, the same Predator Two <laughs> is better than the Predator. Oh. There are some cool moments. In no. it. There are some cool moments. Like in it. Danny Glover. Yeah, he's <laughs> great. He's actually great in it. No, um, he's not good in anything. He's great. And also, Tom is, is given sort of the the host the the task of providing us with top ten, like our own personal top tens as lists. Oh like yes, what so we what we give it. I, yes, I our, our ratings, our numerical ratings. Now I've got my one to ten here. I'll just get it over and done with. My number ten is Bender, honey, we love you. Shut up, honey, I know it. <laughs> That's my number ten. My number nine is Damn it, Kiff, where's the little umbrella? That's what makes it a scotch in the rocks. <laughs> <laughs> my number eight is Everything's coming up, Millhouse. Number seven is If we can hit the bullseye, the rest of Domino's will fall like a house of cards. <laughs> Checkmate. <laughs> my number six is like like you know whatever. Eight, five used to be. I used to be with it, but then they changed what it was. Now, now what? Now what I am isn't it, and it seems weird and scary to me. Four is what's the point of going out? We're just going to end up at home anyway. Three is ow, my eye. I'm not supposed to get pudding in it. <laughs> Two is it tastes like burning, and one is you tried your best and failed miserably. The lesson is never try. <laughs> so next time I review a movie, that's what my it's numbers are. Just Simpsons and Futurama because Tom wanted to be a dick and put uh, his down. Oh yes, I, I am actually going to release them on Instagram. That's the intention once we have them all together and then we can have people vote on which voting system they think is the best one. I do have mine as well. Uh, however, mine is not as colourful with quotations as Duties is. I think it's better. Uh, so it's what I like to call Tom's flawless movie scale. Flawless. 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 I was going to say, is flawless movie scale? My flawless movie scale. My flawless movie scale. So for me, a, a 10 is perfection. A nine is fantastic. An eight is great. A seven is good. A six is all right. A five is meh. A four is bad with redeeming qualities. A three is bad without redeeming qualities. A two is horrible. A one is I'm walking out. And a zero is duty's taste in film. Okay. <laughs> Which is pretty much flawless. Yeah. Perfect. Scale. I'm surprised there was no mention of a raspberry pie in there. <laughs> Six is a raspberry pie. What is it with you on pie? Tom? I like pie. It's <laughs> yum. Number but, nine is chocolate pie. But, uh, Oz, hmm. we don't have our normal uh, Mr. Ollie here who does the voices, but we did actually bring in a surprise guest to do the uh, incognito ad read. Who did you provide for us, Oz? Well,. I thought it was pretty fitting that we had uh, Topher Grace come in. Hey. Hey. Yeah. I don't even know how to do it. <laughs> I was in that 70s show. <laughs> Topher Grace. <laughs> oh, he's already left. What is he? <laughs> like, in on, every, like his brief stint acting, it's already over. <laughs> oh, he did well. <laughs> Not my venom. <laughs> no, I can't no. do it, Topher Grace. Uh, no, it's, it's, seeing as you are here, Ozzy. Uh-huh. Tell us a little bit about Incognito Comics. Tell the people what they need to hear. Well, we are a online comic book store and a store as well. So you a can come in and see store. us. Yeah, we're in Cheltenham. Uh, what is your online address? It is www.incognitocomics.com.au. And what is your uh, physical address? Uh, 2 34 Christensen Street, oh. Cheltenham. Yeah, I remembered it. Okay. And um, what's your online address? Yeah, we supply new issues, back issues, statues. Uh, we supply a huge range of uh, archival solutions for comics, which I find most stores don't generally do. Um, yeah, and we, we love comics, so please get in contact with us if you're ever looking to get into it or... 
you know, if you're looking for something particular, we're always happy to track down issues. We generally do that for most people. You um, found a whole run of Dark Horse Star Wars series for someone as well. We already had it. Uh, we had that whole run and he contacted us and he said, uh, can you guys hold it for me? Because I wanted to pick up the whole run. So we held it and he bought them every two weeks, like 10 issues. But, you know, like we, um, we've tracked down, you know, first appearance carnage recently for a customer. Um, mm. Oh, wow. Stuff like that. Yeah. First appearance, Death of Grace? Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Need to get that book. Thomas nine point eight. Oh god. Uh, <laughs> CGC standard. Oh my god, it'd be beautiful. Signature I don't even series. Know when this started. Yeah. <laughs> Turf for Grace. <laughs> Good point. Good point. We are actually recording in your store today. We are. We're here today. It's and beautiful. We're in the warehouse. It's mm. cold, which is not the best part about it, but it is lovely, and there's it stuff is. everywhere. It really is a feast for the eyes. It's if I look up to the wall, what do we got? We've got, we got Wonder Woman boxes. Yep. Is there anything in these boxes? Those ones are empty. They're in the store. <laughs> okay, that's all the statues. Yeah, so we got lots of cool we got, statues. We got chopper chops. Yeah, and a shrink wrapper. Oh yeah, I yes. fucking love that. Thing. A shrink wrapper. We were talking before about farting in a bag, farting in a bag, and <laughs> vacuum sealing it shut. I reckon it'll work. <laughs> that's that's what, we should start a Patreon, and at a five dollar Patreon, we give you a free gift, and it's a fart in a bag. That's not <laughs> the bag. worst idea. <laughs> I'd pay money for that. <laughs> and, and you know, you don't know whose fart you'll get. That's the good thing about it. <laughs> you don't know the quality. It's the luck of the draw. <laughs> you just have to pay for them and just hope that you get the set. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got two ears, but I really want a duty. They're hard to find. Oh, the bags, one, the bags, this one's got a follow it. through in it. Oh, God. The variant cover. <laughs> <laughs> There's a bit of shit in here. Yeah. Oh, but it is time uh, for the news, Mr. Johnson. Oh, the best one we've got. To be fair, I was looking at my top 10 rating system and I was like, number 10 piece of news. Bender, honey, we love you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, when you Have you got the buttons to go for the numbers? Or are they I do, cut I out do. No, I'm somewhat prepared. Are you okay. ready? Yes. <laughs> number 10. This one's pretty cool. The Xbox has announced a keyboard and mouse support, which will be released in October. Uh, and the first game that will be trialed for keyboard and mouse for the Xbox will be a game called Warframe, which is a free MMORPG that you can play. As well as we're going to have cross-platform play, I believe, with later in the news. I should have looked up. I'm curious whether they'll keep the like auto-aim if you're yeah. playing with a keyboard and mouse, because I imagine that would mm. be quite... Yeah. Jarring to play with Because you'd be like going Yes I'm so quick Oh clip Clip Some games don't Like some online Multiplayer games Don't have auto aim I think auto aim Is only in single players and Most of them do Well if you think mm. about it It's the game for Every game that you play On Xbox Is essentially just pulling it From the Microsoft Games uh, Library Yeah library So essentially It's the same as if you Played it on a PC anyway That's mm. essentially What they're treating The Xbox as It's a PC for your home mm. that is enabled for a controller so it shouldn't really have been that hard to make it mouse and keyboard compatible mm. if it's essentially the same thing mm. in theory yeah. my hypothesis is <laughs> it will not do it's that it's smarter well. them if they're now just going to be making essentially a bulk affordable decent PC why the fuck yeah. not 
I mean, yeah. what people really want, though, is more sort of PC-oriented. Yeah, well, well, yeah, with some games like Siege, Overwatch, and so forth, people want the... There's always been the contention, what's better, keyboard and mouse or controller? Mm. And now with that coming on to the Xbox, you can pop, uh, potentially in the future do Overwatch with someone playing keyboard and mouse, and you'll get fucking reamed by them if you've got a controller. <laughs> mm. Mm. Number nine piece of news, Mr. Johnson. Number nine. <clears throat> Number nine. This is a rumor Thurman. The story of the black Oz, Did you do it? A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> the story of the Black Widow film will be before she joined Shield when she was a free agent. More of a backstory of her character than we saw with her being a, a Russian agent. We saw that sort of prelude in Avengers: Age of Ultron, where like the backflashes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it might set up her join, uh, joining Shield to so the end of the film. She'll become a member of Shield, and it's rumored to have the Y two K bug. Wow. Nice. Thoughts nice. about that? You're the comic book man. It's Y2K, scary. Mm. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, like, you know, I, I would like to see a good Red Room story, you know, growing up, doing that sort of stuff. You mm. know, I wonder if they Russian. will just, like, put that as flashbacks into it, surely. I'd assume so. Yeah, you'd assume so. Yeah. It's gonna, I don't know, what, oh, when we first met her, what did her... Mm. We, we've never met her. Oh. Uh, That's a shame. <laughs> when we first saw her, when Iron we Man first 2. Saw her in Iron Man 2. Yeah. She looked totally different to what she looks like. That's that's fashion. Mm. Yes, I really And a bad that. wig. And was it a wig? I, I would assume it's a wig. Okay. Yeah. Mm. It I, was pretty curly. It yeah. was. Yeah. They have had her change a lot throughout the, the movies that she's been in, so I wonder if they're going to make her look all early 2000s like the Matrix style (laughs) 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 she's just like all leather and just like with the Matrix glasses on (laughs) I'd pay to see that the only thing I keep forgetting is I I, uh, went back and played some of the Marvel Ultimate Alliance games that has Black Widow in it and it's like go speak to Black Widow to start the next mission she's like hello hero and I'm like what the fuck (laughs) (laughs) I'm like oh yes she's Russian yeah Russian remember and is not Russian she was also a villain originally (laughs) no a very long time ago when in old Iron Man comics she was a villain she was Ooh. Why didn't they make her the villain of Iron Man 2? Well, I guess, you know, different time now. Exactly. Yeah, because mm. it was, you know, all these villains were, you know, Chinese or Russians. Or That's communists, true. So. Yeah, true. Um, yeah, she was a villain for a very long time. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. Uh, Next piece of news, Mr. Johnson. Number eight. Number eight. Number eight. Anyone know who Sean Gunn is? Uh, yes. Yes. Who's Sean Gunn? Uh, James Gunn's brother. Yeah, yes. also in Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm. Yes. All the mocap for uh, uh, Rocket. Rocket. Yes. Mm-hmm. His name is Craglin in Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy. Um, confirms that they will be using James Gunn's script for Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Ooh. Which is, which is quite good. A couple of weeks ago, I think we heard from um, Dave Bautista saying if they don't use Gunn's script, I'm walking. Yeah. So, do you reckon well, they actually bended to his will? Nah, probably not. No? It would be hard. I'm sure they would have done it anyway. They would have preferred to use the script anyway. Because... Would you really trust anyone else to write the script? It's probably yeah. a bit it's got late a very too, isn't it? Yeah, because well, they got to put it into production pretty soon, wouldn't they? Well, didn't they? Didn't we say in the news like a couple of weeks ago that they mm. like, they've like they, they've postponed they, it they've indefinitely? Postponed the, they've, oh, post, sure. they've put the film on hold because they need to find another director because it was going to film at the end of this year, mm. I believe. Um, but even in the Infinity War, all of the Guardians' lines was written by James Gunn. Even Infinity War. Yeah. Oh, that's right. They did, mm. didn't they? So, I'm just going to say, I, w- I wouldn't be surprised. If now that they've gone with the script, I wouldn't be surprised if they flip-flopped. <laughs> I, I, wouldn't be, I wouldn't be surprised. It doesn't seem like in. they are. They seem pretty 
Adam and Serious Adam. Yeah. Him, so. There was an interview with Bob Iger last week, which we probably could have put in the news last week. But oh well. Um, was that they asked, are you going to uh, thoughts on bringing back James Gunn? And he said it was a unanimous decision from you know our partners not to bring him back, and I'm not going to flip flop on that. As well as we're going to slow down on Star Wars because having yeah. two Star Wars films a year is pretty stupid. Mm. Yeah. Agreed. Mm. Well, wait, two a year? We've been getting one a year. Oh, well, we had... We'll have two this year. Oh, will we? Yeah, because Solo was earlier in the year. And oh, right, the yeah, because Solo got pushed, yeah. Oh, we won't get the next episode at the end of this year. Oh, wait. End of yeah, this year. never mind. Yeah, what do you mean two a year? Well, two technically, year? you had The Last Jedi, then, like, what, four or five months later, you had Solo. Yeah. It's technically two. Well, that yeah, was just yeah. stupid that they didn't release <laughs> Solo in December, which also, they should have done. You've got to expect that they would start doing two a year. It's like Marvel, yeah, you know, one, now they're doing three a year. Yeah. So. I, Star Wars just isn't working for him at the moment, is it? It's just like... Well, mm. everyone wants a Kenobi film. Like, everyone was like, mm, we don't really need to see Solo or how he gets his Falcon, which I, I stand by. It was still actually a pretty good movie, but everyone still wants to see Kenobi. And it also has some major issues with the amount of... Um, nostalgia and stuff and how big it is in the west that it doesn't actually really resonate yeah. in eastern markets because they didn't grow up with it so yeah. it doesn't appeal to them at all yeah the mm. chinese markets didn't do well at all did no. they not no. at all which is a major issue with the modern day ones uh, but stuff like i mean like deadpool and all that they never made it i don't even think they went to those markets so they were still insanely popular mm. but then again that doesn't cost anywhere near as much as a star wars film so mm. if a star wars film doesn't resonate there you're missing out on a lot of money you know it was popular in an asian market was the meg <laughs> that made a whole load of money <laughs> i just wanted to say the meg <laughs> so was like every one of since, the rocks movies ever since we <laughs> yeah. reviewed the meg you have mentioned the meg in every single episode Look, it's a great episode, but I figured out a flaw with it the other day. <laughs> Just the one? <laughs> Just the one. The shark goes to the beach and starts eating the people, and a Caucasian white woman yells shark in English on a Chinese beach. Uh, and they all go nuts. Yeah? Where and was it based? Somebody is there... It was based in China. In... Where in China? Oh, it was just a beach. It was a non-existent. <laughs> it, it wasn't. It wasn't like it was a made-up. So beach. I'm wondering. So, so, so the, there's a person obviously at a beach on holiday. On holiday, who doesn't speak the native tongue, and her issue is that when <laughs> no, they no, shouted no. out "shark," they heard a shoot. No, yeah. When, so everybody in China has to be Chinese. Is that what no, you're saying? No. You racist <laughs> motherfucker! What I'm bringing up is, is well, God, we're going off on a tangent. Uh, is when it's a, it's a person clearly on holiday. She yells "shark." And it's it's sort of everyone runs out of the beast. Like everyone knows, maybe you know the the word for shark in, in Chinese, Cantonese, whatever is something else. Let's go test it. Let's go to St Kilda Beach. Shout out, shout out, shark, and see how many people run in. Shout out, shark in Cantonese, and see how many yeah. people get shark out. Shark in Cantonese. <laughs> Next piece it is. Number seven. Guys, this was actually pretty cool, and, and Oz might like this as well. There's leaked photos of Captain America's new outfit for Avengers uh, Four. I haven't seen. Uh, and he's sporting the iconic scale mail sort of looking up. Oh, cool. It scale looks mail. Sick. Yeah. So it's very similar to what he wears sort of currently from Winter Soldier onwards. That sort of the helmet look and the arm yeah. and the normal outfit. But instead of just stitching, it's actually like little scales. Oh, I like that. And it looks magnifique. Yeah. <laughs> it does look pretty cool. Mm. I would have liked a little bit more red in it. Yeah, it's getting very blue and then like yeah. dark red. Well, ever since there. pretty much the second Catch America movie, it was. His newer suit was like almost entirely blue, and I think it was Civil War. Like Civil, Civil War went blue because in Age of Ultron, it's actually got a lot of red on it. I'm pretty, yeah. Didn't his suit in Winter Soldier have like his, mostly his blue, and then he went suit. back and got his old? Yeah, one. his suit like, was blue. They did like a, 
a, a shield sort of suit. Yeah, yeah. His stealth suit was blue and white. Then he got his old school suit. But I would have liked to see even just like a, a thin red outline of the star. You mm. get that in Age of Ultron. Yeah, the Age of Ultron star's got red around. But that yeah. suit's almost nearly the same as the one that was in Avengers, wasn't it? It's pretty similar. Uh, the suit from like Age of Ultron is exactly the same as the stealth suit, but yeah. it's instead of blue and white, it's traditional colours. Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> I know my costumes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yes, what do we think of uh, sort of the comic books going back to their iconic looks? Would you like to see Iron Man with red chest, gold arms and gold legs? And, that's his iconic look. And the look. pointy bits coming out of his head. Yeah. yeah let's see oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> hey man, that wouldn't be too bad. Maybe it's Mantis's <laughs> Iron Man armor. There actually was, I'm pretty sure from those images, there was more. There was more than just Captain America. There was some concept art of Hulk Iron is getting Man. Suit. Yeah, there was Hulk, which people are still very much pushing the Professor Hulk. Professor uh, Hulk? Avenue. That's hmm? a thing? Yeah. Oz? <laughs> um, what do you mean? Not Professor. Wait, no what? They did a story a couple of years ago where he became smart for a little while. Yeah. Um, I think he was called. He was calling himself Dr. Green. Dr. Uh, Green. Uh, okay. But there's been so many different... T- like at the moment, he's quite intelligent um, in the new series. Uh, Immortal Hulk is quite intelligent now. Um, it, it just changes writer to writer. Yeah. yeah. So I think that that's what... At least I've been seeing it in articles labelled yeah. as Professor Hulk. And the, the whole concept of it is it's that it is Banner's intelligence, except he is controlling the Hulk's body. Yeah. I, th- I think it's Peter David that did that sort of, I guess, mid-80s run. But mm. it, like so around the time... Because Peter David was doing Future Imperfect, which is a big line. And he did a lot of stories at that time that would... yeah. It just changes all the time. It's mm. always like, oh, he, he's dumb in this one, then he becomes smart, however. Yeah. yeah. There was, like, rumours that for this new one that they were going to come to some sort of agreement and be able to, like, share the body of the Hulk. Well, at the moment, the comic is fantastic. Immortal Hulk, they've sort of established that he can't die. Oh, and wow. if he does die, when it becomes night, he comes back as the Hulk. Because originally when, you know, Stanley and... Uh, I think it was Jack Kirby that was doing yeah. it... Um, yeah, he was supposed to be Jacqueline Hyde. It was night yeah. and day. So they've gone back to that and they've gone back to the horror aspect. So the book at the moment is fantastic. I oh, love Jekyll cool. Hyde. I really always good. loved that. And that's yeah. what I liked about Hulk originally was it, it was essentially that. He's a great yeah. monster character. And yeah. I mean, that's what Kirby does best. He does fantastic monsters. Mm. You know, Devil Dinosaur, all that sort of stuff. It, Wait, it a, what? Yeah, Devil, Devil Dinosaur. dinosaur. Oh, God, yeah. yeah, Devil Dinosaur. He's um, a big red T-Rex. <laughs> we, we have some fantastic um, omnibuses. Uh, they're just Kirby monsters. It's just a collection of shoes, uh, you know, of, of Kirby doing weird monsters like Groot. That's sick. I mean, mm. that's where Groot came from. He was this weird tree monster. Tree monster. Mm. Yeah. And he could wood. talk. <laughs> have <God>. some wood. <laughs> it's like uh, an old eighties where everything's like a sexual cliche. <laughs> killing people <laughs> i'm actually wondering as we're talking about costumes and that do He's you have me. do you have in the news earlier on the other costume that was leaked or should we actually speak about no, it? no batman right was naked yeah batman naked <laughs> no not batman naked <laughs> and it rhymes yeah. with smidging me <laughs> what no I, oh, I didn't see that worthy enough because i don't think that's a leak i think that's just someone going it's a new suit and it's not a new suit. you can bring it up bring it up oh no no so there was pictures released rumor? of it's not a rumour. No, it's no, an it's actual picture. Bad luck. Uh, actual picture, no, it's, it's, Roman. <laughs> actual <laughs> picture of Roman. <laughs> so the, there was a picture that was released from the set of uh, Spider-Man, which has Spider-Man oh. in a stealth suit, oh. or as they're calling it. So essentially, it's a really pixelated image that just has Spider-Man real dark with just white eyes. <laughs> that's oh, but so it's, it's hard to tell, though, if it's that's an actual suit or if just that's the way the photo's taken. Just the taken. picture. Oh, okay. But like, yeah, a lot of people think it's the iconic black and green Spider-Man stealth suit that he yep. gets. Yeah. 
there's been a few of them. Um, they were teasing sort of Hydro Man as well. There's someone who gets hit by a huge thing of water. So yeah. They, yeah. Uh, the comic books have been like going crazy, even prices for the first appearance of Hydro Man and shit, because everyone's speculating that he's going to be in the movie. So speaking of Hydro Man, Sandman, but we'll get to that later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Next piece it is. Yay. <laughs> Number six. The Harley Quinn spin-off movie, The Birds of Cr- Birds of Cray. The Birds of Cray. <laughs> Those bitches be Cray. Uh, <laughs> the Birds of Prey will be released February 2020. We have a release date for it. Not too far. How long before it's redacted? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a doable timeline, actually. Apparently, the script for it is done. They're just uh, yeah, doing a second ready. round of auditions for the uh, supporting for the other uh, yeah, characters. Yeah, if the script's done, that's a doable timeline. Mm. Apparently, the script is also done for the uh, other Joker spin-off movie with Harley Quinn and Joker. Oh, right. That mm. thing. Oh, yeah. It's Jared Leto. Yeah. That's DC happening. Movies, yeah. um, it, was, it was a great list the other day. Someone posted... Uh, it was on Twitter, I think. Um, it was a list of every DC movie that they have planned that hasn't happened yet. There was about 15. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's like Birds of Prey. Uh. The Harley movie, you know, yeah. Yeah. So there was a lot. I was reading um, a, an interview thing that was talking about the uh, Joker and Harley Quinn film, mm. and it was the people who wrote the script that were talking about the. So apparently, oh, yeah. the, the first scene. So the the first scene that they want in there is Harley Quinn to kidnap Doctor Phil, ideally relate. played by Doctor mm. Phil. To do like couples counseling with the two of them, and they were like, "Oh, it's great! It's going to be great." That sounds fucking <sighs> awful. That sounds so yeah. That's not. Well, who a thinks good idea. that's a good idea? Somebody, <laughs> somebody really did. Judy, put that hand down. <laughs> <laughs> Next piece of news. Oh no! I said, "Don't throw to me immediately." <laughs> Number five, Mr. Johnson. That's November of next year. Guess what's released? We're going to review it. Are we, Matthew Vaughn? Kingsman 3 Wow that's soon Yeah Really? Do well, we, do we have to review it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kingsman one, 2 was, was a big It was okay yeah, It was a bit meh It was, it was like you know Whatever <laughs> <laughs> Apparently the rumour was That that was uh, Mostly because of Producers You know Sticking their fingers In raspberry pies Where they shouldn't have been Sticking their fingers in uh, Essentially fiddling With the film When you know Instead of Doing what they did with the first one and just giving a director money and saying, "Make your film." Yeah. They they decided, "Well, the first one did so well. Let's really, you know, get involved with it. Let's kill and the s- character <laughs> that has no romantic relationship with the character. They're just friends and kill her off in the opening scene." Oh God, it was mm. stupid. Yeah, it's not good. She was she was a really good character in the first one as well, and yeah. I was hoping that maybe that was going to go somewhere. Maybe yeah. they do bring her back for the third one. And well, yeah, if someone can get shot point blank in the head, in the eye, and come back to life. Then anything is possible. I'm surprised they're not making a series out of the Kingsman stuff because I mean, Mark Miller's company's been bought out by uh, Netflix. So oh. yeah, because Kingsman's uh, Miller's uh, Mark Miller's you know uh, comic creation with uh, Dave Gibbons. Hmm. But um, yeah, ne- Netflix has bought Miller World completely. So if you buy a Miller World comic, it hmm. has Netflix on the back. Oh wow! Oh wow! Uh, yeah, they they've got like 20 things in production. They're doing like a Jupiter Circle series, just loads like of Warner stuff. Brothers and all their DC. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's just put more into production because you know they're really going to get made. Mm, mm. You know what I would love to see as a Netflix series, mm. just mm. randomly, mm. <laughs> is um, Kim Possible. Bring back Kim Possible. Make that? it a Netflix series, and then I don't mean as a cartoon, <laughs> a live action. <laughs> Kim Possible Netflix series. Oh, that would be... 
Make Ru- it yeah. happen. Rufus with a, would be disgusting. With a, yeah, <laughs> yeah. With, a, with a real naked mole rat. <laughs> Shigo would be like a groupie from Bring Me the Horizon. I don't remember who that is. She's no, the, neither do I. She's, you don't remember Shiga? She's the evil Kim Possible in the black and green jumpsuit with the pale skin and the black hair. No. Uh, oh, yes, yes, yes. yes, yes. I remember. <laughs> yeah. This mythical <laughs> animal. This <laughs> 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 wonderful magical animal. Uh, the new Bumblebee trailer. Did you guys see this? Yeah. I did. What do you think of it? Uh, no. uh, yeah. It's hard to say still. A lot of Transformer fans are very, very happy because it is, it's, it's, yeah, it's Bumblebee arriving on Earth and he wants to hide from the Decepticons and so on and so forth. But then they show what's going on on Cybertron mm-hmm. and it's everyone is G1 design. Optimus is tried and true G1. Yeah, but this, the design isn't uh, enough for me. I know that's what a lot of the hardcore fans are going for. They're going, for, they're yeah. going balls for it like finally everyone looks like G1 design like they should but that doesn't mean that the movie's going to be any better but if they're all on Cybertron they shouldn't no but that's that's what they looked like in the original cartoon as well oh was it yeah even on Cybertron so like yeah even on Cybertron uh, Bumblebee turned into like a little space like little car but when he was in his robot form he was a beetle Okay. Like that's just how the cartoon was on. But like we see really? in the in the yeah. yeah. We see in the This t- doesn't make sense. Soundwaves yeah. turns into a tape deck. In the yeah. in, on Cybertron in the first episode, his first appearance, he's a lamppost. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. But like in the in the trailer <laughs> he shoots out Ravage from his chest and it's a tape deck turning into yeah. turning you into see, the cat. Uh, I, I I actually haven't seen the trailer, but I I don't necessarily think that the fact that their G one design will change anything. No. That doesn't mean yeah. the movie's going to be good. My um, my cousin's a big Transformers fan, and I have him on record saying that he would literally watch a two-hour Transformers film where they break dance. So <laughs> oh, I'm telling you, God. like Transformers fans, you know, they yeah, it's the same with comics. They they'll buy anything. Fucking comics. Nerds, they'll buy books. Kid. They'll buy books with Batman's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, good point. Next piece of news. Number three. Uh, this one is Joker, <laughs> the new Joker film with Joaquin Phoenix. Uh, we had a, a movie film clip of the Joker train station, him coming out of a train and taking off a mask and him wearing that sort of face paint uh, with dirty, greasy hair similar to Jared Leto's. What did we think of that? I didn't dig it when I first saw it in the test footage. Mm. I kind of dig it now. I think it looks kind of cool. I don't mind it. Mm. I don't mind it. I think it's kind of cool that it's going back to like a more classic clown makeup look instead of the tangent that they went on after Heath Ledger where a guy just wears like underwear Uh, underwear (laughs) underwear outside of his leggings and and grills (laughs) oh god the grills yeah like it it looks it looks looks grittier but I mean it kind of it's been done yeah it's been done it's not but even then Heath Ledger had the scars and before that it's still the like the painted look. You know, yeah, it's still yeah. I'm, I'm thinking that's skin, just his outfit, and then I'm I'm because the rumor is that it's going to be part of the the Killing Joke origin that he'll still <sighs> fall into a vat of acid. Yeah. So, but there was also something pretty. <laughs> you cool. don't want the vat of acid. It's it's not that. No, no. I, I love the Killing Joke, and I love the whole story. But the whole point of it, which I think most people generally miss, is that at the end he sort of makes a point to say it's not definitive. He sort of says, it could be "I'm this, insane." I don't know that this is true. Yeah, so the story's true. told to you sort of uh, as God's honest truth. And then you get to the end and it's like, well, probably not because yeah. he's insane. Because I mm. have no idea what happened. <laughs> yeah, at least that's you know what I think. But, you know, I mean, it'd be, it'd be cool to see. And I mean, they did it in Batman 
freaking 89 as well. Yeah, better. true. There was also someone took a photo of the because uh, it's inside a train station. Someone took a photo of the the map for the train stations. Uh, and there's some homages to previous Batman slash DC film directors and includers. There is the Snyder District, which is for Zack Snyder and Scott yeah. Snyder. There is the Prince Street for Prince, who did the 1989 uh, Batman uh, soundtrack, and a couple more Easter eggs in there, which is pretty cool. Yeah, it's cool when mm. they do that. Mm. There's no really train good. station stop for Crime Alley though, but. Yeah. Why would you have a train station stop at a murderous alley? They do a lot of that in the comics. They did it this week. Um, Tom King's, uh, I think it was issue 55 of Batman. They had a, a Sprang Avenue, who Dick Sprang was an artist you know, on Batman a long time ago. So, Ooh. yeah, they do it a lot. Cool. Sprang it rang. Yeah. Nope. Next. <laughs> no hook fans. <laughs> Number two. This is the number oh, two piece of oh, news that the Sony, uh, <laughs> Sony, so. Microsoft, PC, and the Switch will now be able to do cross-play for Fortnite. So everyone can now play Fortnite together. Oh, cool. This is the first steps towards more cross-play, which is pretty cool. That's Sony's actually know. finally come to the table going, all right, we'll give it a crack. We'll try Fortnite first. That's pretty cool. Mm. Now we just need for it to happen to a good game. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Fortnite's <next boss. laughs> But um, yeah, that, that could be cool that if you've got, you know, of course you've got a friend who plays PlayStation, you play Xbox, you want to play Destiny, you want to play Call of Duty, whatever it is, a non-first party game, just being able to go, yeah, cool, well, yeah. we can still send each other, we can play with each other, we can uh, fondle each other's balls, all that sort of stuff. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> we can send party invites and, and play no matter the console, which is pretty cool. And then mm-hmm. from there, it's just what console do you want to buy for first party exclusives? Yeah. Mm. Which is going to be the hard part still, because, you know. There's not that many like there used to be. Yes. Yes. Now for the number one piece of news. Number one. The number one piece of news, fellas. That god-awful X-Men trailer. I didn't think it was that awful. (laughs) Dom's just come downstairs and she heard what you said and she's like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is a podcast, does? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's 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 bad. It's flat awful. Uh, it's just Look, did anyone actually think this film was going to be good, though? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no. The main question I saw was: so the first the first film is the sixties, then the next is the seventies, the eighties, now it's the nineties. Why does Professor X and Magneto not age? Because they're mutants. <laughs> Then, then, like, and the first X Men film is two thousand. Oh, look! Don't even try with the crazy. There's no timeline anymore. Fox, thank God. There actually is one. If you actually look it up, it's like this whole elaborate the time together to make that list. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Oh God. Um, I I think my main concern is that like they seem to be rehashing X three and well X Men three. Um, and the last. They're doing it with, in my opinion, a worse actress. Yeah. 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 Well, she was pretty bad. I didn't see Apocalypse, but she was pretty oh, bad. Oh, she was pretty yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah. this week. Too. <laughs> but it's Tom's birthday, so Just I'm sorry. making me watch bad movies. <laughs> uh, yeah, this movie just... just it's not going to do great. I don't understand like why they bothered to go ahead with doing another Dark Phoenix story, again, with a director who isn't... Brian Singer. No, it's not that Brian Singer did so well with the latest one. 
but mm. still. Well, I think the thing is, uh, le- correct me if I'm wrong, because you probably know more about it than <laughs> I do, but the Dark Phoenix is such a massive thing in the comic books. Uh, yeah, the Dark Phoenix part is quite big. Um, and it's extensive, and it's sort of based on lots of history. But, I mean, look, they're, they're, Fox are like bad gamblers. They just keep chasing, yeah. um, you know, funds lost. And yeah. that's yeah. what they're doing with this, aren't they? They, they just screwed up the last one, so... Let's try it again, and let's just keep... Yeah. The, di- the director is Simon Kinberg. Ah, yeah, now, okay. he hasn't directed anything. I think this is his first directorial debut. He produces debut. them, doesn't he? He produced The Martian, Logan, the great 2015 Fantastic Four film, all the X-Men films, Deadpools. He produced a lot, but this is, his, I think, his first director. That doesn't, like, that doesn't mean it's going to be bad. Like, no, Marvel but, have themselves done a lot of first or small-time directors that smart. have come out and done it. Fox aren't. Yeah. I think the problem is I don't have faith in, like Tom said, the lead actress. That's... Sophie Turner. Yeah. yeah. I just don't have faith that she can, you know, whip out some good acting for it. I feel like they just wanted her face on a poster. Yeah. So that they can put it Definitely. on there and go, remember the girl from Game of Thrones? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's the villain. Remember? <laughs> the, the, uh, it's the smallest thing, but it also really annoys me is you watch all of these new sort of uh, saga films for the new X-Men crew. Beast in first class looks awesome. He actually looks like an animal. And then you watch Days of Future Past, which I believe is the next one mm-hmm. for that saga. Yeah, yeah. Is, and yeah. he literally is painted blue and he's given mutton chops. Mm. Yeah, and but then you watch the, the next thing. one and he's just You blue. think he looked good in the first Because he looked class. like an Kelsey animal. Grammar. He, yeah, Kelsey, Kelsey Grammer. <laughs> but <laughs> no, he didn't. He looked effect. stupid in first class. He had this stupid cat mouth that doesn't look good, but you uh, think it looked good. Take a look at a photo of him. This is why Tom class. gave yeah. you yeah. the like zero the face beast. Yeah, I no. like Beast looking no, like in, an animal, In first not class, just he, he looked like Hermione when yeah. she took the polyjuice potion and turned into a cat. Exactly. I'll put photos up on our Instagram and we'll let the listeners decide. Let's put them side by side. Hermione, cat, and Beast. Yeah, that's fine. But Beast <laughs> literally went from looking like an animal, to which he is in the books, to just being painted blue and giving him mutton chops, and yeah, then they made Mystique worse. Us, how come yeah. I'm the one who gets all the shit and like people say that I like Spider-Man three with his taste in film yeah, true. and special <laughs> effects? <laughs> exactly. I swear to God, you want a character called Beast and you literally just want to spray paint him blue and give him mutton chops? Good on you. But a lot of on. people don't like the the cat look, though. Yeah, it's a You're big very team. much all on your own there. That's the, uh, <laughs> same, same thing with Mystique You watch Mystique And in the first X-Men film in 2000 It's awesome Like the, the effects And the level of detail yeah. This film If you watch the trailer It's just Jennifer Lawrence You know why painted yeah. Because blue. they had to make it Happen in a much shorter amount of time Because they didn't want To have to put makeup on her For 10 hours so, no, Why no, would she you also, want to have to do that She also refused yeah. <laughs> Apparently she refused to do the to do the full makeup, the full naked body, yeah. thing. Well, she did. She Red did for the Sparrow first movie. Yeah, well, she, she did. Then she got big enough, and she was just like, yeah. "No, you want me? I'm not doing it." Yeah, exactly. I don't. Well, it was mostly I don't want to spend ten hours putting makeup on. Mm. Also, I'm not going to do the movie for. I was, I was made the point yesterday that First Class is a bad film. Yeah, it's not my favorite. A lot of people love it. It's yeah. It's, I have some issues with it. The Mystique is a good person rather than I villain. really hate that. It's there's uh, never been a person. Pretty much the it. the one thing that makes me like that movie is the coin scene at the end with Kevin Bacon. Pretty much Kevin Bacon. (laughs) (laughs) Hollow man. (laughs) Hollow man. Yeah, they they just, they did not get his powers at all. No, Um, it was weird. In the comics, what he does is um, he sucks in energy, right? Mm. And he turns it into physical strength. So he becomes really strong. And in the movie, they're like, boo, power beams, you know? (laughs) 
And they're like, but CGI. <laughs> I, you don't fundamentally understand the That would have been cooler, actually. Mm. Yeah. And they still could have done that and still had the coin scene, which is yeah. the scene that I wanted the most. Yeah. How good was that scene, though, with the tracking <laughs> shot of the coin going through? They also it's made quite a, well And done. then the shot of going across Xavier. It was so well they made Banshee done. Banshee and American. Oh, my yeah. God. Moira yeah. McTaggart is a US... Um, uh, you, she's, um, a, she's an Australian CIA actress agent. being a CIA agent. Yeah. And the, the name Moira McTaggart just is synonymous with like standard all American girl. Uh, <laughs> she's like, yeah, a, a Scottish um, doctor in the book. And she, you know, she's like, you know, Xavier's greatest love, stuff like that. I and mean, she's in X Men 3 as a nurse. Yeah. So, is she? Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah, and after the credits as well. So. Mm. Oh, God. Well, oh, you fucked it up. <laughs> good timeline. Yeah, I'm sure I think Marvel would do much better with it. Oh, yes. Yes. But it's time for a word from our friends at the Podfix Network. When we get back, we are reviewing Spider-Man 3 for Tom's birthday. But also next week is uh, Tom's birthday. Uh, next week is... <laughs> I get two. <laughs> next week is the release of Venom. So Oz is also going to help us out with the origins of Venom, what we can expect for the new film, and mm. what's different with Spider-Man 3 compared to the comics. Mm. And not only that, I just want to throw in a little tease. I mm. have a little present for Tom here in this bag, and uh, we'll give it to Tom on the radio airwaves. The box. The box. <laughs> what's up, home trees? It's me, Chris. And Corey. And Donnie. From the More Gooder Than podcast. For each episode, the three of us pick a thematically similar movie. Like Dances with Wolves, The Last Samurai, and Avatar. Or Deep Impact, Armageddon, and Space Cowboys. And then duke it out until one movie is crowned most goodest. Three movies enter, one movie leaves. Ironically, Thunderdome was not the winner when we tackled the Mad Max trilogy. You know why, right? I... Oh, yeah. We don't need another hero! Hey, uh, where can people find more Gooder Than? You can find us on Twitter at MGT Podcast, our website, mgtpodcast.com, and on Instagram and Facebook at More Gooder Than. We're in iTunes slash Apple Podcast. You can find us on Podbean, Stitcher, Google Play, and any other podcatcher that you can think of. Remember, it's not just good, it's more Gooder Than. We hope you enjoyed those words from our friends at the Podfix Network. While you were listening to them, I covered myself in pricing tags. That's <laughs> true, he did. <laughs> They're on my mustache. Looking good. Should have taken a Don't leave me alone in the warehouse again. <laughs> <laughs> Looking good as usual. But, Tom, it is your birthday. Mm-hmm. So, Ian, what are we watching for Tom's birthday? <laughs> we're watching the one and only true Spider-Man film. Mm. For Tom. For Tom. For his birthday. His favourite film. Of all time. Quote... Judy Dutrum. I still can't believe you guys made me wake up at fucking 8 a.m. on a public holiday that is my birthday and made me watch this film. And and we did it. <laughs> and Ollie isn't here. <laughs> yes, Spider-Man 3. Spider-Man 3. The best in the trilogy. Whoa. The first appearance of Venom at all, some might say. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. Ever. 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 Topher Grace. Tom Hardy, not Venom. <laughs> yeah, Topher Grace's um, debut and final acting in a film. No, he was in Predators. No, that was it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so we're going to talk about Spider-Man 3. We're going to discuss it. It's, it's been out for, what, 11 years now? came out in 2007. It came out a year before Iron Man. 2007 oh, or 2006? Yeah. 2007, I'm pretty sure. Mm, but me and Tom have fond memories of this film. Oh. We skipped school to go see Spider-Man. And mm-hmm. Tom regretted that decision and wanted to go back to school. It was a, it was a walkathon day. Yes. I would have prefer, preferred to walk for 
eight hours. Yeah. yeah. You probably should have in retrospect. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not to give anything away, but this movie is not the best. Okay. It's pretty awful. So, while we're watching this film, we're also going to talk about, because uh, next week, of course, is the new Venom film. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> sorry. Please take those stupid price tags off the face. <laughs> and I've decided I'm also going to name this episode just Venom Part 1. Clickbank. Oh, <laughs> right. uh, so of course, <laughs> next week's new uh, new movie review will be Venom. So we decided to go back and watch Spider Man Three, and by going back and watching Spider Man Three, we also have Oz here to also explain what's wrong with the film, Venom's first appearances, his origins, and how we think the new movie will be. Hmm. But first, we're going to go back in time and watch review the old one. So, Tom, why is this your favourite film? <laughs> <laughs> it's not. <laughs> Come Wait, on. Someone so, needs to explain the story of this film first, I think. I think Tom. No, no. I, I actually sat, I sat down after watching it and just went, you know what, this story is so convoluted and yes. there's so many things coming in from different Overly angles complicated. that I don't think there is necessarily an easy way to, to explain summarize it. It's yeah. a bad it, soap opera. It is. Yes, it is. Yeah. It's after Spider-Man 2. Yeah. Because it's Spider-Man 3. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... James, Mary, James Franco's still mad about his dad being dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, James Franco now knows, knows that Spider-Man is Peter Parker. Yep. Uh, Mary Jane now knows that Spider-Man is Peter Parker as well, which you, they learned yeah. from the second film. And that's basically where the film starts. It's yeah. He's with Mary Jane. He's, he's, he's managed his life between Peter Parker and Spider-Man because he has that dilemma in the second mm-hmm. film. Finally, successfully. Ooh. Yes. Mm-hmm. And sort of Spider-Man's a big someone. deal. Everyone loves Spider-Man and it's all gone to Peter Parker's head. And Bryce Dallas Howard is Gwen Stacy after the fact that he's dating Mary Jane. Yeah. Which, of course, is wrong. <laughs> this makes no sense. It's wrong. Yeah. But I have questions for Ozzy. I have notes and I have an Ian's dating tip for, for Ian for this film as well. Mm-hmm. Oh. For yes. this film. For this film. A, a tip that you can use from this film. Is the tip wear all black and dance on the street. <laughs> <laughs> with an emo cut. <laughs> <laughs> this reminds me of my old days. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Tom, sorry, you were going to say something? Oh, I've forgotten. Fair enough. <laughs> Oz, yeah. being a comic book man, I, I, I wrote these questions in order of watching the film. So, I wrote, of course, I wrote more notes as it goes. In the books, the, the, the movie has three main villains. The New Goblin, Sandman, and Topher Grace. Yeah. So, in the books, can Sandman actually fly? It's not a Venom question, I'm sorry, but can Sandman actually fly? Not that I remember. In the old cartoons, in the old cartoons in the 60s, I think that's how we got around. He was a twister. It was a sand like twister that spun and went. I mean, they've done it. It was a lot literally other, a sandstorm, and that's what they did. Like so a, that was not wrong, I don't think. If you if you're basing it on the old '60s cartoon <laughs> show, I don't know. The are comics. you talking about um, Spider-Man, Spider-Man and his Spider-Man. amazing friends? No, the the OG one, the other one. Yeah, the the OG. Oh no, Spider-Man and his amazing friends is the OG one. Where they there they did this show where he was with because they wanted fire and ice. So okay. they got Iceman and they couldn't use the Fantastic Four so they made a character called uh, Star... Uh, what's her name? Starfire. No, it's, that's DC. DC. Um, Starboy. Oh, I can't remember her name. But yeah, it's awful. And <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think I remember it but I mean, they've done it in video games and stuff like that. There was an old Spider-Man game where... Um, PlayStation 2, I think it yeah. was. No, yeah, PlayStation 1, Spider-Man 2. Or maybe yeah. 3 as well. They mm-hmm. had a game where he could fly but I can't remember it. I haven't read a lot of Sandman stories though. So. Sandman, I feel like, could be more powerful than he was depicted in this film, for sure. Oh, totally. Yeah. I mean... In saying that, he's really good. He's one of the best parts about it. I I would actually say he's probably the best part about this film. It made me literally buy a Blu-ray player. (laughs) 
I don't know if you guys remember, but Blu-ray came out at the time this came out yeah. on oh, yeah. DVD. It was bundled everywhere. Yeah. It was everywhere. And it was TV's it's the only way people could go home with a copy of this film. <laughs> That's exactly why I own it. <laughs> because it came out and everywhere at JB and everywhere, it just had TVs of it playing. And you were like, wow, you can see all the grains of sand. Yeah. And you know what? They, the scene where he's just oh, turned so into good. it is still amazing. Mm. It still looks good mm. with all the particles of sand. So that holds up. Um, and that's probably the only compliment I have for this. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got, yeah, so I've and got... And the J. Jerman Jameson uh, oh, yeah. scene. That is oh, fantastic. Eh, not that <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Get out. <laughs> Thank you. He yeah, still holds it. Yeah, he <laughs> still holds <laughs> it. Um, but I've, yes, I've got some questions for Oz. Uh, but Tom, you love Spider-Man. I would say you're a fan of Spider-Man. Oh, in general? Yes. In general. Why... <laughs> Happy birthday. <laughs> um... Give me some positives about this film. We're going to do it normal style before I go into the questions and comments I have for this film. Uh, I think overall, my my main compliments to the film do actually come down to the comedy that is in it. Because yeah. I think it's actually quite funny. The dancing? Huh? Yeah. No. no. <laughs> comedy? Uh, the actual comedy. <laughs> the, the real comedy. Jay Jonah is fantastic and is, in my opinion, the best part across all three of them. Oh, three. Yeah. Um, uh, literally after the film was ended, I sat down with Siobhan and just watched a super cut of all his scenes. Yeah. <laughs> That's so strange. Good. That's good. It's taken. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then also in, in the restaurant, I actually enjoy oh, the yeah. thing with the maitre d'. Yeah. Um, this is a French restaurant. Oui. I like I you. Like you. <laughs> <laughs> At Towards the start of the film, the first half of the film, because I actually watched it in two parts because I started on Wednesday night, watched mm. half of it, went, fuck this, I'm going to bed. And then watched <laughs> the second half last night. It's a long movie. It, it is, is a long Two hours, 15 minutes. Yeah. Really? It felt It's a long film, but they do so much of it in the last 25 minutes. Yeah. And it literally got to a point where I went, what? And moved the mouse and just went, nothing's happened yet and there's yeah. only 25 minutes left yeah <laughs> i have a uh, note that says oh, here we go um this will be good nearly two hours before venom yeah 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 i yeah. think it's an hour 50 yes he actually, it was, yeah, it was about that that's that's when i moved it because i hadn't seen venom yet and i'm like there's like 25 minutes left and haven't even seen venom yet now imagine if the new venom film does that it's just tom hardy talking to himself and then yeah. the last 20 minutes is venom yeah. i don't think that's gonna happen i guess other than that positive <laughs> He's literally the title character. Yeah, he is yeah. Sony. I said it... <laughs> I sort of was thinking it at the start, a little less towards the end. I still think... I, I still like that Spider-Man suit. I don't... No, well, he, uh, just his suit in general. Oh, okay. I, yeah. I, I feel like it still looks good. And some of the effects towards the start still looked good. When he actually started to get to the end of it and was actually yeah. starting to fight and stuff, that's when it sort of all fell apart. And that's it's, I don't know. There were some really bad visual effects in his fight with... Green Goblin? Uh, yeah, the new oh, Goblin the in the alley part. and everything. That was a cool mm, fight, part, I will say. Uh, there was some really bad CG in that part. Bad CG, but for the time, CG. it was probably okay. There were some parts that were um, reminiscent of uh, Matrix Reloaded. In terms yeah. of that looks like a video game character that just swung by. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it, it, it's, it's interesting to hear though that it was the year before Iron Man because yeah. you sort of look at it and you sort of look at its goofiness mm. of the film as a whole and sort of be like, oh yeah, it's just a product of its time. And then you think of Iron Man the next year later and I'm just like, 
Oh no, no, that's that's no. just the tone that, that they went yeah. for. That's yeah. just Sony. <laughs> yeah, no, I had the same thought. I, I, I got to the end of the credits and I went, "2007, shit." So yeah, Iron Man came out. And I think that was, later. I think yeah. that was a big problem. That that was probably the biggest problem with that Spider-Man franchise is that it worked for the first one. It was. You know, the second one took a darker, grittier thing, and then the third one was still trying to well, the go back to that goofiness. And it Sam Raimi wanted to do work. just story of the new Goblin and Sandman. He wanted nothing to do with Venom. He knew nothing of the character, and he said, "If I know nothing of the character, I don't want to use them." But Sony kept saying, "When are we using Venom? Yeah. Can we put him in here? Can we put him in here?" And he caved. Yeah. Studio interference, yeah. <clears throat> as per usual. Yeah. And I think it would have been better, definitely, without Venom because that would have occupied. A lot of the film. If you even you take all the black suit, all of that, that's mm. a lot of the film. Mm. Um, and and it, definitely was the worst parts of the film, the whole black suit dancing down the street. and oh, it, so It's almost 50 issues. He gets the black wow. suit in 252, and you don't get Venom until 300. So you're Jeez. condensing, you know, this whole thing down to, you know, what, about 40 minutes, and then you yeah. do Venom for 20? I mean... Yeah, yeah. It's ridiculous. It's a long story. Yeah. So. Mm. Any other positive stuff? No. <laughs> Ian? I'm very similar to Tom. Some of the comedy is still really good. And I was surprised by that. Um, there are some pretty funny moments in this movie. It's just a shame that there's also way too much melodrama. Um, oh, and too many stories trying to be told at the same time. And look, I'll give it to him. Like They try to juggle what is essentially four... Four? Wait, we've got Sandman... No, three villains. Yeah. Three villains in one film. Yeah. That's a lot to juggle, as well as his personal relationship as well, which is, Ugh. you could say, another villain in itself. Yes. Well, they've tried to... They tried to have fully formed arcs for... What? Mm. For Peter, for Mary Jane, for um, bloody... Um, Gwen Stacy. Well, yeah, Gwen Stacy in a bit, for Eddie Brock. Yeah. And for... um. What's his name? Oh, uh, Harry Osborn. So that's a lot of characters to actually have a fully formed arc as opposed to just have somebody sort of tacked in there. Yeah. And which it still kind of felt like when Stacey was just kind of tacked in there as well. But look, I'll give it to them. They, for the amount of stuff they were forced in a way you could say to cram in because mm. he wasn't going to even have Venom in there. For the amount that they had to throw in, mm. they juggled it decently. Okay. Like to have three villains in one film. You could have just had Eddie and not have Venom. Like could you could have, have Venom and I think four. it would have been better for that. It would have been better for that if they just had him get screwed over and that was it for that film. Mm. And then in the next film, or it ends on the bell tower or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and they planned uh, to do a four, didn't they? They could have done that. They planned to do a four, mm. and that was going to have Vulture. Would have made more sense. Mm. Vulture and Black Cat, but Black Cat was going to be working with the Vulture. And she was going to ha- she was going to be vulture-s and have a vulture suit. So Black Cat, rather than being a Catwoman sort of character, she but was going to have her own vulture. This is sounding suit. like Batman Triumphant. Here's also the thing, though: if it didn't have Venom in it, who like the the villain of the film is Sandman, who at the end doesn't die. He just he, he, he just know, they, Infinity Wars. That's the click. Thanos's click kills Sandman because <laughs> <laughs> he kind of was. Yeah. He kind of was. He just kind of leaves. He goes away. Um, which is very much like his character, correct me if I'm wrong, is he's not purely villainous. Uh, I mean, he's, in the comics, he uh, usually is more. Is yeah. but, um, I, I like the way they went with it. 
Yeah, no, I didn't. I no, by far he was one of the I, best I, characters. I in did it. sit there at the end, at a certain point when he went into the dust, and I just sort of sat there and just went. I now feel more than ever that they just went. Oh, we don't know how Spider Man would defeat this guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so he fades into the wind. I'm gonna hit you multiple times. You're gonna throw bombs and light me on fire. Then at the end, I'm gonna watch him mate die and go sorry, <laughs> and then just fade away. You know, the, so, the synopsis done. It's very. <laughs> how do you defeat a, a creature like that who is water? Very over. Well, they yeah. did that in it as well, yeah. and then they said, "Oh no, that didn't kill him." He's now Mudman. I did like that. They're like, oh my god, he's dead. Like, what makes you think he's dead? It's yeah. Because his weakness is water. Yeah, but Or still. a vacuum cleaner. Yeah. <laughs> Dirt dries. Huh? I Dirt think, dries. I think what would have been cool if they had to kill him off is if they had of Because he does get kind of fired by the Goblin's Glider. Goblin's yeah. glider. Turns glass, and turns to glass. Snowballs. If they went, sweet, that's a cool idea. They went, all right, now we know his weakness. And Bartman or Goblin goes against Did you say Bartman? No. Yes. I heard Bartman. <laughs> All right, so Bartman comes in, spray paints him. <laughs> no, if a Spider-Man or go- old New Goblin goes and gets like a, an entire truck of something flammable, a flammable yeah. truck, and then they blow it up, <laughs> and he turns into glass, and then they shatter him, and like that's how they kill him. If how else would the film have ended if they didn't kill him though? Because that means that the, the main villain doesn't die. So there's no real climax to the film for the audience if there isn't a villain that dies. Yeah. Mm, or trucks. gets arrested or something. There's no payoff for the audience. So if if um if Venom wasn't in it, where's the payoff for the audience? No, just if if he he goes in the wind. <laughs> that, but you know what I mean? That, yeah. that's yeah. not a payoff. Yeah. There's there's no real yeah, ending. So it would have been interesting to know how they were planning on ending that film yeah. Same thing it. same thing with Goblin though. If you got rid of Venom because Goblin dies at the end of this film, how does how does that happen? Yeah, it's goblins pay off. So. Well, mate, yeah, maybe it's just a mess by mm. Sandman, but like, there's still no payoff there. Mm. Right. Oh, wasn't any positives? positives? The only one I had was um, <laughs> yes. JJ. I love that scene. It's so funny. It <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That's <laughs> great. And Bruce Campbell, that was fantastic yes. as well. I've forgotten how funny that was. Mm. Uh, I like you. I like you. <laughs> oh, the favorite. <laughs> it's not as bad as I remember as well. Actually, I, I will it, say as well. I didn't think that. Um, I've just gone completely mind blank on her name. What's what's her name? Gwen Stacy. No, the other one, Mary Jane. Mary Jane is better than I remembered her being. She's no. the I best always in this one. Yeah. Well. Okay. Well, no, there you go. Maybe that's why. Painful. She. To me, no, she was always. Think she's the best in this one. Flat and painful. I, she was always. I think she was the best. In this she one. was that's always painful much. to me in those films. I was always like, she's so bad in these films. But then rewatching the third one, I was like, she's actually not bad in this I, film. I must ask though, did anybody else really want to punch James Franco in the face? Oh God, yes. Just from I know his, that face. From his constant smile the entire film. Yeah. Like, Stop. Smiling. Nah, the best smile, the best smile he gives away is eating. He's eating pie. And he, he's That's eating a raspberry pie. Yes. <laughs> Even the hospital. The, yeah, when he's I in took, the hospital, I took photos. I'm smiling. Oh. <laughs> I'm smiling. The, it's so the, creepy. The best smile is when he's eating a raspberry pie in the in the in the, in the diner, and he turns around and does a. That's so good. And then the train, the bus goes past, and he's gone. I'm like that's the best one. Yeah. yeah. The, Any other positives, Oz? Um. Really, it's, it's pretty bad. I have three positives, two of which have already been said, but the last one is Mr. Dickovich. 
Oh land, yes, actually, yes, I do actually. Oh like, yeah, I do like. And this is where <laughs> and the daughter. This is where he ladies. gets a full arc over those two films. <laughs> yeah, he gets a full arc. You're, you're a good man. <laughs> Screw Venom. <laughs> good woman. You really? He does. He gets more development story. than fucking Venom. <laughs> Thank you, Tom. That actually leads into my next point. Ian, your dating tip is you go up to someone and go, "You're a good woman. <laughs> I'm good man," and then just stare at them. <laughs> <laughs> and then just stop talking. It's like it's oh, going somewhere. Hold a mandarin, split it in half, and go orange. <laughs> Specifically a mandarin It can't be an orange Yeah Because that's what he has He has a mandarin in his head He goes Orange You, you want orange? <laughs> Mr. Dinkovich is awesome It's great He's Orange he's, he's good boy He's good boy He's good boy He's good boy That's, that's got good boy He's my good boy <laughs> No I want my good boy He would have been better as Whiplash You're right he would have been so much better as Whiplash. We, we can get you a bed. No, I want my good bed. I want my rent. I want my rent. His face on Whiplash's body. Yes. I want my rent. No, we'll get your rent. I want my rent. I want my rent. But yes, yeah, next time you go on a date or you're in a bar somewhere, we'll get you hammered on alcohol. Just go up and go, you're a good woman. I'm a good man. <laughs> just, <laughs> just stop talking. <laughs> oh, no. But now it's time for negatives, and fuck me, everything negative in my book is written in black. <laughs> oh, I've got three pages of black. Oh, wow. Shall I begin? Yes. Spider-Man and Peter Parker is a dick throughout yes. this entire film. That is one of I, my... I didn't, notice, I didn't notice that the first time I watched it. This time I watched it, and I'm like, there's nothing, nothing good ab- about him. Yeah. About pretty much... Anything. Anyone He He's doesn't com- No That's exactly what I was going to say Is there's no likeable character in this Apart from maybe two and Mr. I like, Dikovic I like Harry at the end When he decides to do the right thing mm. That's probably it The two who I would say are The only likeable characters in it aren't, Is not him Which funnily enough Is his is, is aunt Who's Aunt barely in it Who's barely in it Is that an angel? But <laughs> she is She's a cornerstone for me In all three She's films She's great Yeah, yeah. Um, And the other person Who I'd say is You know Fairly likeable in a way Is Sandman Yeah Yeah You understand his motivations Yeah Empathise yes. with him to a degree Yeah And, and his story is uh, Believable yeah. Where some of them don't feel believable. No. His feels grounded, apart from maybe how he becomes a Sandman, which yeah. is, I fell into a hole. Oh, no. And in the middle of the night, they're it's doing a tests. It'll, fall, it'll fly away. <laughs> it's a density in the mass. You think we should check it? We're scientists. <laughs> that is no. so fucking stupid. But yes, <laughs> overall, like, not likable at all. And I think one of the things is I feel like from him being like that, it totally ignores the previous film. Yeah. Where he should have learnt from I am Spider-Man no more sort of thing And coming in I would have thought That the previous film would have Should have created a more humble Spider-Man in general Yeah. So I feel like that ignores everything that has come yes. Before it yeah. um, Let's talk about The jazz the jazz scene. I thought I always remembered in this film him walking down the street being the bad scene, oh, but that many. jazz scene in the bar is atrocious, dun, and it makes dun, no sense. Dun, dun, did it actually dun, happen, dun, or did it not actually dun, happen? Because no, some of it seems like it's in his head. That's how ridiculous no, it seems. It does the Spider-Man pose in the restaurant. No, but, <laughs> yeah. but it talks about. But it goes. Um, uh, Dr. Connors talks about the symbiote And he's like Oh yeah It amplifies the traits Of its host mm. uh, sp- uh, Yeah Aggression 
is the main one. Aggression. Particularly yeah. aggression. But sort of, does that mean that like Peter Parker is secretly like a dancing jazz fiend? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the entire time he's been like, I've been waiting for my moment. <laughs> this magic moment. <laughs> all those jazz shy. lessons are finally paying off. All you needed was confidence. <laughs> Do you get, yeah. Yeah. That's sort of what that is saying. Yeah. Oh, and then need another beat. Oh god, it's so awful. And just overall, like, there's too much. There, we've said it already. There's too much packed into this film. Yeah. Um, Venom. Funnily enough, like when they revealed the new Venom, I was like, oh, I don't know about him. I, like, I knew the last one wasn't that great, but I don't know whether I like that one better. After watching this film, oh, hell no, the new one looks so much better. So much Tom, better. Don't lie to our audience. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I think, and the whole peel back face thing. Yeah. Although, it's when I, I was watching another video that was talking about it, and one of the main things about um, why the new Spider-Man suit is great and I actually quite agree with it is that in this series you see that Spider-Man has to take off his mask a lot Mm. to show any form of emotion because he hasn't got the eyes that move so that's what the new suit enables it enables Spider-Man to have emotion without him taking the mask off which is actually great Um, they could pretty much ripped off from um, um, the comic books well yes Uh, it's from the comic but in terms of the film Way of doing things like it wasn't done until yeah. Deadpool. Yeah, yeah, and but I guess it, like, and I think that's probably what they did with Venom. They gave Venom um, stationary eyes, whereas already in the new one, it looks like his eyes are going to be moving. Venom yeah. stationary yeah. eyes, did they? Yeah, yeah his they, eyes. Yeah. They are pretty stationary. His eyes don't move. Not a lot. They move a little bit, but not. Hmm. Yeah. And then he's just got that god awful CGI mouth, which oh. looks horrible when you actually look at it. Yeah, it's yeah. got like weird. Jagged teeth, and like it doesn't change. And why does he it doesn't get change. Yeah, it doesn't change. Yeah. Peter it gives Parker him fangs. At all. It does. Yeah, every time he's got the mask off, he's got fangs. You're like, yeah. Why? Do you remember when you humiliated me, Parker? <laughs> and he can't close his mouth. If you've noticed, the watch the film. He can't actually close his mouth. Do you remember when you humiliated me? That's probably what they told him. They're like, we need to see all your teeth all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and then this will be my last one. That there's plenty more I can <laughs> go through. But the fight scenes, coupled with the music, is almost comedy in itself mm-hmm. it is horrible the scene where um black suit where well peter and wearing the black suit under his clothes takes on harry and they're fighting that is laughable yeah. <laughs> like there is obviously no contact happening between them and you can tell that and it's just got this music playing over the top that doesn't suit the tone of a fight at all like the high notes or the low notes in it don't coincide with the action mm. it's just Although, which is weird because some of the music in it is actually pretty good. The first appearance of the black suit sounds fucking great. Well, the, when he wakes up with the black suit on the music. Yeah, I really liked um, Sandman's theme, which was oh the the like the piano and then like, build up and then back yeah. that is a completely mm. different composer to it. Wasn't Danny Elfman? Oh, really? Yeah. I learned that the other day. That's cool. Oh, oh, he's done some Here I was. I was going to give Danny accident. Elfman a compliment. Yeah, it, none for him now. All the bad <laughs> stuff, I think. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Danny Elfman. Yeah. They had someone else coming into um, that score. Mm. So you know, I kind of liked going back to, like, with the Marvel movies at the moment, they don't have really memorable music to them. No, it's more, some of them do. It's more dramatic music, like cinematic mu- music. Um, but going back to these old Spider-Man movies like this one, I kind of enjoyed it a little bit. Like, it was more memorable tones. Like, there were, like, theme tunes. Every music was, like, a theme tune. Yeah. See, I, I mm. sort of disagree with that. There are there are characters that have their own 
theme songs in the MCU. That yeah, uh, but can you sing them? Well, no, because Spider-Man, you can sing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Spider-Man, Spider-Man. Oh, that's number two. <laughs> Where have you gone to? Oh. You just see him raise his eyebrow and it sounds like a cat screeching. Oz, um, oh, yeah. I assume, Ian, you've done your negatives. No, he is no. not. Oh, okay. Fuck Go with your then. negatives. <laughs> um, yeah, there's a lot wrong with this film. Uh, most of it is just... They're just jam-packed way too much in. And mm. the melodrama that we've touched on, it's like I said, it's a soap opera. It's the Ooh. most random thing. Well, it just doesn't fit. It's interesting on the melodrama thing and just something I forgot to mention. It focuses a lot more on Peter Parker than it does on Spider-Man. Oh, totally. Yeah. Again, another and that's, note. I think why Spider-Man this... doesn't show up for 32 minutes. Yeah. Besides yeah. the first yeah. swinging Besides shot. that first yeah. swing, he doesn't actually wow. show up in costume for that long, which is ridiculous. Yeah. The film itself, the reason it felt long is just... There's just too much story it's trying to tell. It's like, no, Spider-Man is... Uh, it's an action-adventure movie. Well, it should be. Should be. But they didn't. They made it into some sort of a drama. They actually... They they, re- they turned it into The Room. <laughs> it, it's, it's like The Room. If you've ever seen The Room, that movie is the same story told five times. Wow. The, the mother comes in, says to Lisa, he's Johnny's the best, and then... She says how horrible he is and she leaves. And that happens five times. And it's the same sort of story. It's, oh, I love you, but you don't love me. And then they swap back on it and it just keeps yeah. happening yeah. over and over to the point of nausea. Yeah. It's yep. awful. And because of the melodrama, it made them do actions that would otherwise seem not like a good thing for that character to do. Like, it just seems like it doesn't make sense. Like, for example... Um, Pretty much all the melodrama between Peter Parker and... Oh, my God. Why do I keep going mind blank? Mary Jane. Mary Jane. I'm just used to saying Gwen Stacy now for some reason. MJ. Maybe that's why. And MJ, like, all the melodrama between them. And then it's supposed to make you feel like MJ's decision to kiss James Franco's character makes sense. She flat out does it as well. Yeah, flat out does it. And it doesn't make sense. You watch it and you go, well, you're a bitch. And at the same time, you're going, and and Peter Parker's a cunt. Yeah. <laughs> There's no... Because Peter Parker kisses um, uh, Gwen, Gwen Stacy, Stacy. Yeah. and he literally says, kiss me, they'll love it. You could have immediately, immediately yeah. you hate it. Like, yeah. you hate that character for doing that. But they're both well, like that. They're, they're both bipolar. One minute she's yeah. coming in and bitching and moaning how he's horrible, then she comes in and says, oh, you should ask for help. And yeah. that's like... It makes no it's the same sense. same with him. It, yeah. It's yeah. awful. They're unlikable characters. Yeah, no, completely I would, unlikable. I would also like to just say that, that Mary Jane, at the end of that, getting back with him, after he full-on, like, domestic... <laughs> like, yeah. just bang. Th- that needed to be addressed. That just can't... Did it to jazz music though, so it's fine. I put it. I never like t- took much from that, and you know you probably should because it's pretty bad. But at the it's same time, re- does he know Spider Man backhanded? Yeah, but does That's- he know he's doing that, or is it just somebody behind him and he swings? Does he know that it's her there? So if you no. close your eyes and hit a woman, no, it's he okay. Didn't. <laughs> is that what you're saying? Yeah? No, that is not at all what I'm On saying. On the record. Yeah. <laughs> I would say he's surrounded by the security guards. Does he think it's the security guard? Or no, does he, he know th- that it's he her? She, she also yells guard, out, Peter. Still. And he does it. Yeah. I don't know. Still. I don't know. He's, well, he has spider senses, so he should know, right? Yeah. That spider sense does not work in this film. No, it doesn't. No. It's just like, hey, um, uh, um, fucking Deathstroke's going to punch you in the back of the head next to the lockers. Uh, you got spider sense. 
Oh, yeah. And then it's like, there's a big sand hand coming <laughs> at you, and you're like, it is, Whoa! It's, um, In the first one. In the first one, it's um, the guy who plays Deathstroke. He's yeah. Flash yeah. Thompson in the Flash first Thompson. movie. Oh, yeah. yeah, he is too. Yeah. Do I have some to stick around with me? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yep. Um, I have a lot. Um, <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> again, soap opera. It is probably one of the worst dialogue films I've ever seen. Yeah. There's so much bad dialogue. Like when he says, oh, Harry, we need to talk about it. And he's like... Uh, Tell it to my father. Um, when you bring, yeah. back bring, bring it back from the dead. And you're like, oh, for fuck's sake. Like, shut up. James Franco, you cannot act. Well, I don't know if that's his fault. Like, that's terrible dialogue. Oh, there's a uh, lot of people who can't act in this movie. Yeah. Like the, uh, the butler at the end. Uh, have you seen oh. the outtakes? He's no. pretty terrible. Watch the Hang outtakes. on, to be fair, Everything that I have a copy of this on Blu-ray. You have the two-disc special edition <laughs> copy of this film. As a set. Okay. So do for I. For 20 bucks. On Blu-ray? Yeah. Yeah, I've got it too. It came as a set for like yeah. 20 bucks, so I was like, you can't lose with that. Uh, and yeah, pretty good can. According yeah. to the front sticker, it says it was made optimized for PlayStation 3. Nice. <laughs> um, I do like Sandman. I, I do think the costume, it, it is so sort of comic accurate, which is cool. Yeah. Mm. It doesn't happen very often. Yeah, Green Goblin was pretty comic accurate. Oh my God, it's awful. Yeah. That first, I, yeah, it kills me. Um. The memory loss thing is really dumb. Yeah. I don't know why. I did, did it didn't that. make sense either. Like, what mm. did it add to the film? If you think about it, even if you watch you watch that scene and Harry goes to Toby Toby McGuire. Yep, his name's Toby McGuire. He goes, <laughs> "My dad died, right?" And he just smiles and says, "Yes." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Peter Parker is smiling when he confirms his dad is dead. Yeah, yeah. It, it's weird. It doesn't really add anything, does it? No, I mean, no. It just sort of lets it stay in this perpetual loop. It just kind of... I think the only reason they did it was to create an amount of time where they could tell the rest of the story with Sam and everything else without him interfering. Yeah. It's like, we need him not to interfere with the plot for a little while. We need him to go away for a bit. Um, The dinner scene with Peter, yeah, he's unlikable, but more to the point, he's really stupid and aloof. Like, he's, like, talking to himself like an idiot, and he just comes off as dumb, and this is Mm. supposed to be a person who's smart, you know? Wicked man. Look at you, man. It just, yeah. Um, oh, actually, you just reminded me, speaking of the dinner scene, I just went back to um, Gwen, Gwen Stacy. So she's at the funeral, right? At the end with Harry. Yes. Is there any point in time they actually put together that they know each other? No. No. I think so. Because I sat there and go, yeah. why the fuck is she there? Yeah. Makes no sense. <laughs> Sorry, continue. Yeah, and the... Um the story overall because there's so much happening it just feels so disjointed and then when you get to the end you've got Venom for 20 minutes and it's, it just seems pointless it, it, it's such a mess of a film mm. it's really bad just as a sort of filmmaking experiment mm. so yeah oh, Redeeming thank you for making me watch it though Thanks. you're welcome I have something special planned for you later yeah. as well don't worry don't oh. you worry <laughs> alright here we go <laughs> <laughs> alright first question is how does the symbiote actually work now my oh, we're not getting your negatives? Well, no, yeah. no, this is, this is part of my negative. It needs to attach onto someone to live because if it has nothing, it dies by itself after a while, doesn't it? So it changes a lot. Um, originally, they were a race of aliens that uh, fed off energy of people, right? So they would feed off their, uh, their host. They were a parasite. Um, I think Venom was exiled because he didn't want to kill them. He wanted to bond with them and not kill them. So Mm. I believe that's the original origin. Um, So it it, it changes all the time. So my question is, 
We say spe- uh, sp- sp- Spider-Man. We say Spider-Man. Spider-Man goes to bed in his suit. Stupid. Oh, um, and he's angry when he goes to bed and the symbiote latches onto him. Presumably from the film's point of view because he's angry and the symbiote is, is latching onto him. Mm. About 20 to 30 minutes prior to that, Mary Jane comes in saying, I'm angry, I got bad reviews. Spider-Man's like, catch a bitch, I'm out of here. You can show yourself to the door. She's alone in the apartment, pissed off with the symbiote, and it walks away from her. Should have gone on to her, number it one. suffers from plot-itis. <sighs> yeah. Two, why are there two suits? If he can take off the suit and leave it in, his, in a trunk in the closet and leave his normal suit just hanging there. Yeah. Hi, Peter, I bought over these new shirts for you. I'm just going to put them in your wall. <laughs> I mean, sure. in um, in Secret yeah. Wars, there is a reason he gets the suit. Yes, because yeah, the suit gets destroyed, so he needs a new suit. So why couldn't you do something like that? You know, why have the? T- it's sort of saying he has the option, yeah. I guess. Which, mm. but then he struggles to take it off at the end of the film. I, they also say like it, it uh, will bond to over time because kind of. Yeah, Connor, yeah I, I know. I'm I'm trying to. Yeah. Uh, there's trying no to <laughs> of some mm. kind. There's no difference between. There's no difference between Sorry. Venom and Brock's voice at all. No. You literally see the mask over his face and it doesn't change. Um, but it doesn't with Spider-Man's either. What do you mean? It like when, wouldn't. Yeah, when Peter Parker has the black suit on, it doesn't change his voice. So why does it change on Peter on Brock? Yeah, but like you look at the new Venom film. And yeah. yeah, no, yeah. I understand, and but like, what, just as a weird thing, why doesn't? I feel like it's just why doesn't it more in general that the symbiote has more control when he's on Eddie Brock as opposed to Peter Parker. Um, I, I think that's probably the case there. Uh, yeah, I mean, again, like I've said before, at the moment they're doing a new Venom series, which is basically changing everything, and they are doing that at the moment where the suit for the first time has have has way more control and he is being way more violent and it's actually scaring Eddie and I saw an interview with Donny Cates who's writing it and he was saying how they've never really done that um, he's never been scared of it and, mm. and that's what they're doing with it now like uh, the, and it makes sense even, yeah. like he should be scared of it mm. if yeah, it's totally. attacking people like it's talking in different languages to him and all this weird stuff and uh, it's becoming more sentient in a sense so I guess they've always had it more yeah, less sentient, I guess. Mm. Um, how does the butler know about Harry Osborne's death? He says... What do you mean? Norman, you, know, you mean? Norman, sorry. Yeah, sorry. He cleaned the, his wounds. He cleans his wounds and the, <laughs> the blade... It's, it's not a jigsaw piece. Like, that piece goes here, so that glider must have gone into him. It came from his own ladder. It came from his own glider. He, that he, killed. He is the equivalent of Alfred, so I'm assuming he uh, helped him with his uh, little machine. He is Alfred. Stupid. Of, of Green Goblin. <laughs> um, so, at the end of the film, uh, just before Harry dies, he gets knocked off his glider and he's, and he's passed out, and Venom holds the glider in his yeah, hands. Yeah, I know. Now, true. throughout the film, anytime Harry gets knocked off his glider, the glider goes nuts and attaches itself back onto yeah. his feet. So, it's and you can actually see when the glider goes nuts, the symbols go red and they flash yeah. looking for the feet. Yeah. But when Venom's holding it, it's green. Yeah. I'm like, why didn't it just go nuts and pull Venom to his feet? That should have been number one. Two, how can Spider-Man summon goblin bombs from the... Uh, yeah, he puts I his know, hand over it. He puts his hand up and it shoots out of the glider. They forgot he has webs. Yeah. yeah. It's just, oh, he forgot he had webs when he, when he reaches for like the metal stick and he's just like, he's like, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> oh. And the time that Spider-Man and Sandman are talking to each other, you could use that to save Harry. 
I'll turn It's about five minutes of conversation. I'm like, no, nah, your mate's over there dying, talking yeah. to your, to your missus who she kissed earlier before. Like, you don't know what they're doing. And that never gets addressed either. What's the point of it? There's so many things. Yeah. It's like, <sighs> oh, it's awful. So I've got some questions. Oz, you have two minutes to say everything that's wrong with Venom in this film, because Tom loves this film. Mm-hmm. And then what can we expect from the new Venom after that? And go. <laughs> um, <laughs> the story is sort of accurate. Um, he was a journalist that he disgraces mm. and uh so it but it's just done so badly you know with, especially with uh eric foreman who is just <laughs> terrible i mean it Dumbass. Is, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> i just wanted red to show up yeah they do it so poorly and they show it in such a because it, it's so fast it just doesn't have any resonance mm. it, it yeah. doesn't feel like anything so um it looks stupid they could have made him bulkier it is a symbiote that he doesn't have to be bulky Mm. You just make it look bulkier. Yeah. There, there are so many things that are just wrong about it. The way it dies is stupid. They just sort of kill it straight away. Just kind of throw a grenade in. Yeah. <laughs> that he can summon from his hands. Totally. Mm. Because science. Um, <sighs> okay. That's yeah. Fair. I mean, what else can you say about it? It's, it's not... There's a lot of things that are accurate. Yep. And... They don't translate well, I think. Mm. But like the church is accurate. Yeah, the church it's, is it's book, yeah. literally panel for panel the same. Yeah. He's in that bell tower, and but it doesn't happen immediately. He uh, Peter gets out of it, and then later on, Eddie's in the church, and it finds him because he's so angry because you know he was disgraced. Uh, yeah. it, what he does is uh, he writes up a fake article, and I think Peter um, finds out that it's it's a bullshit article. Uh. Yeah, so I, I did have to say it was a fairly good coincidence that uh, Eddie happened was to happened to be in there, church, yeah. and yeah. also got some damn fine vision on him. Yeah. That he can yeah. look yeah. all the way up at the t- uh, tower and be like Peter. <laughs> <laughs> but also, like it, he didn't it need it to up, see him either because he already hated film. Peter Parker. It sets it up and for the film. The, if you want the forgiveness, the symbiote could have told him. Yeah, oh, yeah. No, totally. that probably would have been bad. But he goes, if you want forgiveness, find religion, and then he goes to a church. <laughs> But also, knowing the location of New York, that church and the Daily Bugle are a fair distance apart. Mm. Yeah. Like... He might live near it. <laughs> no. <laughs> Another thing... So it's um, expensive. <laughs> yeah, the, um, it, it is sort of sentient to a degree. Like, it's smart enough to attach to him. It can't really talk either. It just squawks all the yeah. time. Oh, it's annoying. It's weird. It should be able to... Like, yeah. Like it, a turd. If no one's reading Venom at the moment, you should read it. It's phenomenal. It is really good. They've and you can purchase that at Incognito Comics. Sure can. <laughs> Actually, you can't because they are freaking gone. They he's. Don but ask Hayes. anyway. The trade will be out soon. So yeah. we have Pick many, up the trade. We have many copies of Batman Damned. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but see, that's another issue that's gone for crazy money. I think issue three is going for sixty dollars at the moment. Um, Jeez. Issue two we sold for twenty dollars the other day. The first mm. print. It's crazy money at the moment because they're changing so much they basically changed the whole origin they created this uh character called null who is the symbiote symbiote god God. yeah um it's so good so good for zero so good as a snack but next week we have venom and from what we know from the trailer so far there's a spaceship that lands and it has icky goo on it and somehow Tom Hardy (laughs) 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 somehow tom hardy is investigating somewhere breaks in somewhere and he gets it which is nothing like the comic books at all. No. So I already hate it. <laughs> That's all I have to say about that. Look, I'm going to go in as, as I try to always with an open mind and without any preconceptions and I will probably dis- be extremely disappointed, but, yeah. you know. 
Such is life. And lots of, I'm I'll looking have, forward to it. I'll have you know this movie is a six point. Spider Man Three is a six point two on IMDb. Really? The Predator is a six. Oh god. Currently. Currently. <laughs> These things fluctuate. Has it dropped? Uh, Predator was at. 6. And what is it on Rotten Tomatoes, huh? I'm Jack. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm just saying that I I probably enjoyed this more than Predators and Johnny English. Really? You enjoyed mm. Spider Man more than Johnny English, yeah. It's Further pretty cements it's my more, more than Johnny English, yes. <laughs> Further cements my thoughts that Tom loves this. <laughs> so, <laughs> before we wrap what up, I have a present for you, Tom. It is okay. your birthday. It is your birthday. So I decided to get you a present. Also, um, just quickly while he does that, one of our audience members who uh, has time on their hands and wants to actually do this, go find the episode where this Topher Grace thing started. Because I want to know. <laughs> and I don't, I don't want to do the work. I don't think our <laughs> listeners care that much. Um, <laughs> I know that you always love these two things and um, I've been told that women love these two things together so I assume that you would love these two things together. Um, So the first one is some chocolate that I kept in the fridge because I know that's where you like it. No. You bastard. (laughs) You sweet ass. And the second one I thought you would just really appreciate because, you know, I love you and that's a pun of the strawberries. Um, It's got a needle in it. (laughs) (laughs) Just be careful. Um, Is that a note that you put in there? Uh, open it up. That's the needle. There's a needle in there. Oh, there's actually... <laughs> yeah. There's actually a needle in there. Oh, there you go. It says your dick. <laughs> <laughs> Joke's on you. I like both these things. Now I'm gonna <laughs> it's very and I have a strawberry now. <laughs> <laughs> it's also very topical because in Spider-Man 3, I remember a kiss tastes just like strawberries. strawberries. <laughs> Well, that just well, rare wraps well, it up. Well, thank you. That's all right. There's your uh, present. Don't uh, say I never get enough and play. Yeah. I'll get you to watch Spider-Man 3. There's your present. Oh, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> That's episode 86, 87 next week for Venom, guys. Real excited. Mm. Mm. I am. Yeah. We have a new review. I'm just opening it up on my phone as well. We have 32 reviews now. Ooh. 32 reviews. Oh, that's nice. double Two. digits. That's very <laughs> good. Oh, Ollie's not here. <laughs> it's not the same. He works at a movie theater. <laughs> what? <laughs> In, right. in the biz. So the review, <laughs> this is a five out of five star review and it says, more like shaken, not sure what a hot dog is. Hey. <laughs> That's good. A very fun podcast that breaks down what is happening in the pop cult, what is happening in pop culture with a very enjoyable panel of hosts and guests. If you're looking for some insightful views on pop culture stuff while having a chuckle, you can't go wrong with this podcast. Although they're dead wrong about Tommy 1975 being a bad movie. I don't recall ever talking about a film called Tommy. Neither do I. Is that a movie? Yeah, no, I saw the review myself. I looked it up. It is a film. I, I don't. Recall, I don't recall talking about it. Are they yeah. just trying to get us to watch Tommy? <laughs> because we'll do it yeah. <laughs> for Tom's birthday. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we really missed that opportunity. You're not allowed to pick themes anymore. <laughs> I'm not doing a thing anymore now. Mm. We'll make it a Patreon exclusive when for we sure. create a Patreon. If we create a Patreon, you want to say Patreon again? <laughs> No, no one's going to pay for us. No. <laughs> uh, but if you enjoyed this episode of Shaken Not Nerd, you can leave us a review on your favorite podcasting app. Or if the app doesn't allow reviews, we also read the reviews off Facebook that you leave. Uh, if Should you leave a review on Facebook, we'll read that out as well. Um, but next week, of course, is Venom with Tom's mate. Tom. Tom Hardy. <laughs> Tom's mate, <laughs> Tom. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't Topher Grace that time, yeah. fucker. <laughs> no, it's Ian's mate, Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy's a good actor. No, he is no. a good actor. Mm. Did you, say, did you say no, he's not? I don't like him. He doesn't seem to be able to speak very well in the trailers. doesn't seem no. to be able to speak very well, period. Yeah, parents saying... He's trying to do an American accent. <laughs> <laughs> That's real yeah. He's trying to do this American accent. It doesn't really work that well, but he does a really great Venom voice. He does the Venom voice. He does yeah, the Venom voice. I like voice. Bronson. That was good. Yeah, yeah, he does really good voices when they're altered. 
<laughs> Bane. I don't think that is altered. Is Venom one? I think that it'll be digitally altered somehow. I don't think it is. People are complaining that they can't understand what he's saying again. Yeah, it does sound a little bit like that. But I just mum. I think it's and I had no issue understanding Bane either. Like yeah, I can no, understand Bane everything. There is one scene in The Dark Knight Rises where I legitimately have no idea what the fuck Bane is saying. Yeah. When? It, it's when he's in the prison and he's telling Bruce Wayne to look at the TV and he goes, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, wait, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm pretty sure you're an idiot. No, watch that scene again. I've seen that movie a lot of times and I know what he says in every scene. Yeah, What's I know what he says. Not off the top of my head. <laughs> Bad movie. Anyway, anyway oh. Dushram's an idiot, as always. That's why in Tom's score, a zero is Duty's Choice of Movies. Oh, yeah. Do you want to review the movie out of 10? Sure. Yep. Uh, the, what did they give Johnny English? 5.5, I think. Yep. I'm going to give this 5.7. Ooh. Because I think it's better than that film, but it's not I worthy. I don't remember what I gave Johnny English either, but I think it was a random... Because Ollie keeps the scores. I know, 5.5 <laughs> or something, maybe. I'm going to give this... Uh, I think you gave it higher. I think you gave it a 6. Mm. Yeah, I'll give this a 6 as well then. Point 0.2 less known. than the Predator. I'll be nice and say a 4. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say weird. it's a 5, which is... I used to be with it, but then they changed what it was. Now it, what it is is strange and weird to me. <laughs> there you go. It's not good. Anyway, that's episode 86. Of Shaken Not Nerd. We'll be back for next week's for 87 for Venom Review. Mm. Starring the greatest actor mankind has ever known. Mm. If you want to read some Venom books, oh. Incognito Comics. Yeah, yeah pick up Donny Cates. The, the trade will be out. The last issue of this run, or the arc, finished uh, last week. So I think the trade will be out probably in a month. Ooh. For the first Ooh. volume, it's, you'll, you'll love it. Awesome. You love Thanos win, so you'll you'll love Venom. It's um, fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's All right, so do you want to do a last minute plug? Talk about your socials and your website. Yeah, yes. um, yeah. Please come on to um, au. Um, if you need anything or want to talk to us about comics, or if you're looking to get into it, just send us an email or get on Facebook. Uh, we're on Instagram. We're on Twitter as well. We don't use it very much, but we try to. Um, and we've got Halloween Comic Fest coming up. Uh, the last weekend of October. So it's just before Halloween. Mm. Uh, and it's effectively free comic book day. So I think it's going to be a fairly big day. We've going to been given out a lot of free comics. Uh, we're hopefully going to have some other things happening that we still have to confirm. But yeah, we've got a lot of events happening over the next couple of months. So if you're in the area, please come by and see us. And yeah. Thank yeah. All Thanks for coming on the, the show. All the comics are free. Thanks. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah. I am Duty Dutram signing off for EAVNUB. I've been Tom. I've been Ian. And I've been Oz. Saladas. 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 This was a podcast from the Podfix Network. You can check out more shows like it at podfixnetwork.com.